So, a bit of a turn up for the books this week, Al. Yeah. The the patron of the show, really the heart and soul of the show, as you know, is is the right honourable Sir William Paxton, aka Bill Paxton. The Pax. And uh, unfortunately, Mister Paxton is no longer with us, so mm-hmm. it's not possible to to know. We will never know what he might think of the show. Although I like to think. No. He would approve. Not consciously. Yeah. In our hearts. In our hearts, we know. Not directly. We can never share it with him as we obviously not, would have. Not through language. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not through, not through earthly language. Yeah. Um, we might at some point attempt a seance or <laughs> something. I think that would be the natural. I think that's where this is headed. But, um, <laughs> but in the meantime, I managed to speak during the week to one of Bill's nearest and dearest, a man who is also one of the friends of this show, one of the patrons of the show, one of our inspirations, just to get his sense of what he thinks, how he thinks we're going. He's he tells me he's been tuning in. Okay. So I wanted to wanted to get his sense of the show. And uh I'll give our listeners a little bit of a clip of that now. Hey, it's me, Tom Arnold. You know, Don't Praise the Machine is a great podcast. It's the best the best idea ever, too. It's where two old friends who grew up in Australia but now live on different sides of the world get online every week and shit talk and make each <laughs> They tell jokes and they talk about life. And uh, John and Al Alfonsi, <laughs> this is a perfect male relationship. This is this is how you stay tight with your oldest friends. Once a week online. That's that. In fact, that's how my fifth wedding, my fifth marriage. I, I will be doing it the exact same way because it works. It works. So good luck to you, boys. Uh, <laughs> you're living the dream, quite frankly. Living the dream. Have fun. Be funny. Talk about life and, and always, always keep your old friends because you need somebody that's willing to bail you out of jail naked, no questions asked. And Alfonsi <laughs> will do that for John and vice versa. And that's a solid friend. All right. Don't praise the machine. <laughs> or I have the wrong glasses on. Uh, don't praise the machine. Great title, too. All right, boys. Honky Donkey, the man (laughs) himself, Tom Arnold from Ex-Husband of Roseanne. Ex-Husband of Roseanne. That's a very beautiful message that we've received from the man himself. I didn't know that he was a friend of the show, but it makes sense. Yeah. We are the number one Bill Paxton adjacent podcast out there from from, uh, what our analytics are telling us. Yeah, and he was in True Lies. I wonder if he's been in anything else. I didn't get get onto this when we spoke, um, <laughs> <laughs> but but he was whether he was in any other films with Bill. He's been in a he's been in a variety of 
of very high quality films. I'm just going to read you a couple of highlights. Please. National Lampoon's Golf Punks. We all remember that pretty well. Uh, yes. Yep. Let's see. He's been in Cradle to the Grave. Now, the two okay, in that. I don't know that one. No, might have to keep going here. Dickie Roberts, former child star. Oh, uh, yeah. National Lampoon's Barely Legal. I remember in Austin Powers. Was Austin Powers 2? Yeah, I haven't got to that yet. Where the hell is it? Coneheads. He was in Coneheads. Oh, he was in Coneheads. He was in Nine Months. Mikhail's Navy. I've never heard of that, but it sounds good. Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, which I assume is part of the or Freddy was, Krueger. Uh, that was a Freddie Mercury biopic. <laughs> fairly, fairly insensitively titled <laughs> Freddie Mercury biopic. <laughs> Jutopia, uh, Maximum Impact. Wait, hang on. What is Wait, like with a J? Jutopia? Yeah, ju- in Judaism, Jutopia. He's okay. he's been in uh, Baywatch Hawaii, Fairly Odd Parents, yes. Celebrity Apprentice, Law and Order Criminal Intent, Sons of Anarchy, Workaholics, Trailer Park Boys, NCIS New Orleans, I'm a Celebrity. Oh, he's in Trailer get, Park Boys. Yeah. I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Wow. He lives large. And I think, unfortunately, our listeners won't have the benefit of seeing the footage of him delivering those we will put it in the show notes we'll put, if you want to see it oh we'll put a link to the to the cat we can say it's a what's, is it a memo what's it called yeah it's a memo memo which is a sort of uh a competitor to cameo cameo yeah where you pay a i mean in this case enormous fee yeah to get basically uh, at, said personality at this point it's monetize or bust because yeah i <laughs> I basically just, I basically just emptied my super to pay for him to to give us a plug. John's remortgaged the house for a he he got a package deal for cameos. There'll be more in the in the coming weeks, but he's I hope so. spent thousands. We think there might we we think there might need to be an intervention at some point because of his cameo. I have Addiction. to give my money to the public trustee so I can't spend it on celebrity personalised messages. <laughs> we did talk about that the other day and I feel like there's potentially a little bit more to that conversation about the fact that there's a potential addictiveness in these Yeah. In these messages. And I What a strange yeah, what a strange time is that the the I mean, I remember before the internet, before the internet, the kind of access that you would get to celebrities, it was always the Sultan of Brunei would get Michael Jackson to come and perform his kid's <laughs> birthday party. Yeah. That was, you had to be at that level yeah. to be able to get a personalized experience True. with a celebrity. But now through the power of the internet and yeah, and it's, it's so easy because every celebrity, all they need to do is open their phone yeah. and they'll have a, you know, I'm assuming Tom Arnold's phone just says... Sweet boy John John has asked you for a cameo, <laughs> and then then he rushes you asked home. him for a bunch of things that he didn't put in there. Yeah, there's a bit of a ongoing contractual dispute because <laughs> I said I specifically asked him to mention True Lies. I said if I think I said, can you talk about True Lies? Maybe give us one of your lines from True Lies. To be honest, I can't yeah. really remember any of his lines offhand, but it would be the kind of sardonic self-deprecating stuff you know to be like 
something about his ex-wife and how his life's in the shit can and whatever. So I said, give us one of those, you know, classic Tom Arnold, Tom Arnold fodder. Yeah. Make mention of Bill Paxton, you know, give us a bit of a farewell, Bill Paxton. And I said, I said, we're fans on the show of the, of your late great co-star Bill Paxton. Not a fucking word about Bill, which I find, <laughs> I find, I mean, it might be a misplaced sense of reverence. That's the only, that's the most charitable gloss I can put on it because otherwise it just seems like disrespect that he wouldn't, he wouldn't mention him. I wonder how many he gets. I wonder if he, if we were one, if, if it's like one a week yeah. or like 50 a week. Well, let's say you're, yeah, because some of the people on there are only kind of hundred bucks a pop. And then some of the people, we had a, a brief chat about this the other day too, like the most expensive people on Cameo are several thousand dollars. And then, yeah, Caitlin, Caitlin Jenner, I think is up the top. She's two and a half grand. Uh, even that, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, when you break it down, some of these people, you could get them to sort of, with a bit of clever editing, you could, yeah, you could well, have hours of their time for a few thousand dollars. We, we, you were saying that how much is Tori Spelling? She's a hundred bucks. hundred bucks. So if Tori Spelling's a hundred bucks, like I said, if, if we just pulled our money together, <laughs> And reached out to her. Yeah, she should. She should be the third host on <laughs> Don't Praise the Machine. Yeah, every week. Yeah. So we just say, Tori, we'll give you two thousand dollars a week, <laughs> and it's now John, Al, and Tori. Yeah. on Don't Praise the Machine. You pointed out. You would just say to her, "Look, you're gonna have to get up at two o'clock Malibu time, but uh, <laughs> but the money's good." I mean, it's as good as it's as good as cameo, and none of the uncertainty. You know, <laughs> and and we'll just instead we'll, instead of the theme music to the show that we've been using, we'll just play the Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero theme <laughs> for every. Yeah. Yeah, and then we say, uh, we'll need you to get across 80s, 90s, and early noughties Australian culture, <laughs> Tori. So here's a thousand links to BuzzFeed articles yeah. about <laughs> what, hap- what happened to Tasty Tubes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tori, what happened to Tasty Tubes? You better have done your fucking homework. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, Tori, when was the last time you got... Pedro's Pizza. And if you say you don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> we're going to have to have words. <laughs> so for the benefit of our listeners, earlier in the week and every podcaster, probably every famous recording artist has their own version of this story. We recorded what I think was one of the best episodes of this podcast or probably one of the best hours of my life. And I was just grinning from ear to ear. And then I looked down at my Zoom recorder and the recording button was switched off and it was lost Lost to the ether. Imagine if you imagine if you interviewed Bowie 
mm. a month before he died and the recording fucked up and you said, oh, sorry, David, the recording messed up. Can can we do it in a month? And he said, <laughs> yeah, that's, I can't see that being a problem. And then he's just <laughs> gone. It just You uh, feel real sad. Yeah, ascended <clears throat> into heaven, body and soul. I mean, the other thing that I fantasized about when I was going through the memo site, typing a 3,000-page memo for Tom Arnold, um, was... was uh, Dear Tom, let me start this cameo request by saying... <laughs> just, I've, atta- I've taken the liberty of attaching recordings of and transcripts of each of the episodes of the podcast... So you can familiarise yourself with our body of work. <laughs> with, with the tone and the law. And, and i just written back to him saying, Dear Tom, your praise for the podcast, whilst undoubtedly genuine, <laughs> was fairly high level and made me, made me concerned that you haven't actually listened from beginning to end to any, in italics, episodes of the cast. <laughs> I would just say I am a, I'm a fair man, yeah. and I will give you yeah. another opportunity to make good <laughs> yeah. on your promise that I read on the Cameo website. It would be unfortunate if we had to resolve this in a litigious <laughs> manner. What do you have on your notebook? Let's start. Well, you know what I was going to what I was going to say as well because I thought I could just try and be as obnoxious as possible. I was going to say, <laughs> "Now <clears throat> Now John, what's on your radar this week?" <laughs> That's good, isn't it? And we could call it John's radar. John's radar. John's radar. <clears throat> My radar notes. Uh yeah. I thought one of the things that might that might interest our listeners is when we were in our early 20s, and we do tell a lot of stories from that era, you used to sometimes, used to sometimes torment me in particularly kind of yeah. piss-weak ways. Which <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm sure some of our listeners who are familiar to us both will remember that time. In particular, I think your mum was a bit dismayed by yeah. uh, various tactics that you used to make sure that uh, make sure that I was at times uh, confused and uncomfortable <laughs> during, and during my the, visits. The reason and the reason I found them so funny was because they were <laughs> deliberately piss weak, so they yeah. weren't the kind of pr- they weren't the kind of pranks. No. That would inspire any kind of wonder <laughs> or a particularly strong reaction. No, they, they weren't. were just like momentary. It would sort of <laughs> occupy your attention for about six seconds at the most. <laughs> so, for example, we used to, I used to sometimes visit you in the evenings when you lived with your folks and you'd had like a long driveway but down the side of your house to get into the house. And, uh, and, I'd be walking down the driveway and then I'd be sort of momentarily impeded by a bit of sticky tape that was, that was <laughs> one end of it was 
stuck onto the car and then the other end was stuck onto the edge of the driveway. So I'd, yeah. I'd like, would, wouldn't really come close to tripping. I'd just be like. No, then... it was never tight enough. It was <laughs> never tight enough that anybody would trip. I'd just be kind of you would just mildly perplexed tape. and irritated. <laughs> oh, I have sticky tape on my shin now. <laughs> and then you would and take then... it off and then maybe it would happen again moments later. <laughs> and then I'd come in. And you'd say, do you want a packet of chips? Do you want a packet of yeah. twisties? And I'd say, of yep. course I do, please. Thank you. And then I would get I'd get a couple of bites in and realise that there was like <laughs> paprika. <laughs> and that, so that the twisties, again, like it wasn't, it was, it was just kind just of like. slightly different. <laughs> I was just like. So you would open. You would open a sealed packet of twisties, which yeah. is a particular crisp or chip to our international. I think only the Italians that listen to the show will know them as Fonzies. <laughs> uh, they exist in, for some reason, they exist in Italy as well as Fonzies. As Fonzies. Uh, and yeah. Interesting. And yeah, I would, I would add like mild chili powder or yeah. paprika. And the way that I would do it is I would take scissors and slice a tiny corner <laughs> off the bottom and then feed a straw in and then a funnel into the straw. And then I would just pour a new spice into the funnel. And then you'd open a fresh bag of twisties and go, these twisties taste slightly different. And that was enough to just have me rolling on the floor laughing. And you'd go, you'd shrug your shoulders and go, yeah, okay, great. And then just keep eating them, of course, because yeah, they were fine. There's still, nothing particularly wrong pretty, with them. If anything, that are enhanced. You should work for Twisties. Yeah, that's right. Do you want to? Do you want to know what's what you say to me? Hey Al, what's on your radar? Hey Al, what's on your radar? Yeah, say uh, this week. Let's say, okay. hey Al, what's on your radar this week? <laughs> it's very directorial this week. We have to get this right. <laughs> hey Al, what's on your radar this week? I was. Lying in bed the other day, and I noticed how solid my b- mattress was. Yeah, and that made me say, "Whatever happened to water beds?" It's <laughs> a good question. Yeah, did you have one? I never had a water bed. Was any like anyone in the house? No, we never. We weren't really a water bed family. Uh, in that, my parents didn't have sex parties, and <laughs> and uh, <laughs> as far as I knew, so there was no need to did have a water bed. <laughs> Did you did you experience one? Did you ever go to anyone's house and you'd sort of <laughs> jump on it and I have always, a little splish around? It's funny. I always did. I mean, that's weird that I should say that about sex parties, but I always did think there was something slightly unseemly about it. That sounds like very were, very Protestant of me, and I'm not a Protestant, but but you know, to feel like why can't you just be satisfied with a normal bed? You have to have like wibbly. I reckon I'm going to get one. I'm going to yeah. get one now. I'm going to get a. I'm going to get one in the shape of a heart mm. with leopard skin bedspread. Mirror on the ceiling. Mirror. <laughs> they were advertised. Satin sheets. I was looking them up the other day. I was looking up a little bit of the history of waterbeds. Yeah. And they were advertised as being, you know, it was something like oh, sleep. It's the second best thing you can do on a waterbed. And then there was something about there was oh, some line yeah. about the motion of the ocean. Yeah. I don't know. I struggle to understand. I would sink in. I'd say I'm real sorry. 
I'm real sorry, baby. I've sunk. I've sunk in. <laughs> I'm not doing so well today because I've sunk right down. <laughs> there's not much water in this my, water bed. I can't do my work because <laughs> I'm being consumed. You can have the bed. Sorry, baby. You're gonna have to take over. <laughs> 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 you're gonna need to. You need. You're gonna need to throw me that rubber ring life preserve. Um, <laughs> do you remember? Did we not have in Australia? We had Mister Waterbeds. Was that really? I think that was Mister Waterbed. Yeah, I think that was. Uh, that was either an Adelaide or a Nationwide Mister Waterbeds, uh, or Mister Waterbed. Mm. I think Mister Waterbed. I don't remember that being a very common surname, but I think we had one kid. <laughs> At school, who was <laughs> Charles Waterbed? You had that friend, Charles Waterbed. Yeah, the Waterbed. Uh, that they were the Waterbed family were part of. <laughs> it was a selection of powerful Adelaide yeah. retail Captain Snooze. There was Captain Snooze, Mister Bankrupt. Mister Bankrupt had uh, had that daughter Morally. <laughs> Morally bankrupt. <laughs> Uh, fuck. I was gonna say, I, I was gonna say, I think um, you remember the you remember the mist you remember the Mister Bankrupt at so Mister Bankrupt for our listeners was a furniture <laughs> like discount furniture retailer yeah. in in Adelaide with a very we should put that in the show iconic, notes actually because the ads are incredible. Well, I'm sure I'm sure that the Creative Commons will allow me to put I don't think I don't think the powerful as they are I don't think the bankrupt family is going to come <laughs> after me if we put I can just play a little I can just play a little bit of it now because it's truly yeah it's I mean Psychedelic. it's very soothing it's it's very soothing I think anyone yeah so Mr Bankrupt was a uh, furniture discount furniture retailer it had a very high energy high energy is putting it mildly because he said Oh wow, that's good. I think you might be next to Rockers. Yeah. That's right, Rocker Brothers. Wow, another Adelaide dynasty. That's right. So maybe I'll throw a little bit of the Mister Bankrupt ad in here to give, especially for our international listeners, to give you a flavour of the kind of uh, trailblazing television commercials <laughs> that we had in Adelaide. What an ad Very soothing. Yeah. Let's have a listen now. John Martin! Gone! 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 Mr. Backrun! Another Adelaide icon! Hits the wall! Plague size ensemble! Three thirty only! Plague size! Bet back again! One sixty only! Four poster beds! Forty only! Make us an offer! Sutton! Ninety only! Raw pine trucks! Three forty only! Make us an offer! Shut down! Dealers by appointment only! Mr. Backrun! We're sixty down! Port Road Devon and next to Ruckers! Ha, 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 honky donkey, Mr. Bankrupt, <laughs> we salute ya. Friend of the I'm show. I'm sure a lot of people out there, sure a lot of people out there are deleting their meditation apps from their phones right now <laughs> because they're just going to loop that Mr. Bankrupt commercial to real get you in a place of tranquility and centeredness. Connect with your spirit through the sound of Mr. Bankrupt. Now, John, you were saying to me in the week, I've got something to say to you about television show friends. Yeah. It's been in the news this week that the 
hit 90s sitcom Friends, it is coming back. They're planning a reunion episode. Yes. Which um, which I knew you'd be excited about. You can see all your favourites, <laughs> Phoebe and Joey. Joey. And Ross. Um, Jerry and Kramer. <laughs> and uh, Newman. <laughs> Newman. Newman and Rachel <laughs> together at last. <laughs> and uh and speaking of uh speaking of mashups, one of the highlights certainly for me of the pandemic year that was 2020 <laughs> uh was was our viral recording that we made. Yeah. Of uh and I th- I think it and I you know which so we made a viral recording of two of our favourite shows, Friends and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Because just on a whim I was meant to be working and I was sending you stupid recordings of my voice instead and it <laughs> occurred to me that that the that the sort of character-by-character character development of the TMNT theme song sort of fit weirdly well <laughs> with the theme, theme from Friends. And... Uh, and then we developed that into we got a team together, we developed it into a, <laughs> We got a development deal from one of the networks. <laughs> into into a a theme which combines the best elements of both of those shows. And it went viral. We both made an absolute killing. <laughs> and it was a very we, we we used the money to start this podcast. It's the only way we can afford all of those cameos is from our Ninja Turtle <laughs> Friends parody. Moolah yeah. was raining down on exactly. us. <laughs> and I thought it deserves a wider audience, that little thing that we made. And so if it's of interest to our listeners, if you think it's of interest to our listeners, maybe yeah. we can uh, play so, it on the show. I think I think we should give it a spin. So this is it. Friends who live in New York City. Friends who live in New York City. Friends who live in New York City. New York in the 90s. Friendship power. Phoebe is a kooky, quirky queen. Ross and Rachel went and Monica does cuisine. Chandler Bing is cool but rude. Joey Tribbiani is a party dude. Friends who live in New York City. Friends who live in New York City. Friends who live in New York City. See you at the cafe, Central Park. That's the kind of content that we are bringing to the internet and to people's. (laughs) It's a real tune. It's a real earworm. The end bit is always the the end bit is always <laughs> that was the bit that made me that made me want you to do a proper version of it with the music. <laughs> Just go, see you at the cafe, Central Perk. <laughs> it's like so piss weak. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and then and then you, I tried to do you sung a it kind in, of inverse. Yeah, you and you sung it in tune, and then I think yeah. I think in the production I then like. Just, I chose a slightly different instrumental version of the Ninja Turtles theme, which was a semitone or two above or below your singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just sounds like you're singing off key, which you weren't, but it just adds to the piss weakness of it all. It's an instant classic. And then um, Radical Feminist and Friend 
uh, Clem Ford shared it on her page. And yeah, so we got unexpectedly thousands. we suddenly had thousands of listens. <laughs> of listens. Which I found a little bit humiliating but also exciting. <laughs> I think it was excellent. Uh, which is the way it goes when things go viral. You've got to you be like. Got to ride that wave. Accept that it's out there. Accept yeah. that it's out there. Ride the wave. See what comes of it. And like we say, we yeah. made hundreds of thousands of dollars. And <laughs> because of that, I'm you can. sure where that money came of, from. Because of that. <laughs> Because of that, this appeared in our bank accounts. Because of that, you can expect a cameo from uh, <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner uh, next week. Yeah, yeah. I'm spending. Look at the moment. I'm spending a couple of hours on the day da- on a day, just pumping out cameo requests. <laughs> uh, just in negotiations with some of the world's biggest stars. Snoop, we got Snoop. Snoop will do anything. Uh, and... Yes, I think Snoop was about 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm going to have to close this show out, John. So okay. everybody, we want to say have a great week. We want to say thanks for listening to the show, and we want to say whatever time of the week this is, have a great day, whatever day you're listening to. We want to wish that on you. We want to wish you a great day, and we don't want you to have too many troublesome thoughts if you're feeling uptight uh and yeah. really if you're having a lot of negative thoughts just play that mr bankrupt <laughs> commercial on loop really <laughs> really loud in a dark in a Put room on. in a dark room or with a yeah. uh, with a blindfold or some sort of sleep mask and maybe ask a friend to tie you to a chair and just have yeah. a blast it at you <laughs> what i like to do if it's if it's not kicking in i just Kick it up to 1.5 speed and uh, <laughs> have a f- put it on loop. Yeah, get a maybe find the video of it on YouTube. Have a friend tie you. To go to. Why don't you just book out a room at the local cinema and have a friend tie you to the cinema chair and then hold your eyes open with those things like in <laughs> Clockwork Orange and have somebody administer eye drops to keep your eyes lubricated while you're forced to watch the Mr. Bankrupt commercial on loop. For five days. <laughs> um, and can I just add, yeah. uh, normally at this point in the show, we'd we'd give thanks and praise to, to Bill Paxson. I'd like to do that again as usual. But in particular, can we thank guest commenter this week, Mr. Thomas Dwayne Arnold. We want to say thank you, Tom Arnold. Thank you for your beautiful cameo. It's added a real gravitas to the show. I expect mm. that's our first of many celebrity endorsements. And <laughs> we look forward to being back with you all next week. Have a great week, everybody. Yeah. Alfie Balfi saying peace. And John, John, peace. you say, what do you say, John? You say I say, thanks for having me on the show again, Uncle Dave. And then we can do that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I give, I'll, yeah, do it. I say, I'll, I, let's do a little, we'll do a little Uncle Dave and Johnny the Squirrel. <laughs> uh, we'll say, I'll say, okay, John, we got to say goodbye to everybody at home now. So uh, have a great week, everybody. And uh, John, John, little Johnny the Squirrel. Thanks, Uncle Dave. Thanks, everyone, for having me on the show. Bye. That's a solid friend. All right. Don't praise the machine. (laughs) Or, I have the wrong glasses on. Uh, Don't praise the machine. Great title, too. All right, boys.